In the words of the legendary Lou Gellerman, Hello, dog fans, and welcome to the Sound the Siren podcast, because everything matters. In the vein of everything mattering, please, Pac-12 presidents and athletic directors, for the love of all that is good and decent and used to be great about Pac-8, Pac-10, and Pac-12 conference athletics, fire backhand Larry Scott into the surface of the sun. This episode is a teaser and quick preview with about 10 minutes worth of discussion amongst most of the contributors to the Sound the Siren podcast, whose voices you will hear regularly in the coming months and hopefully years. We hope you enjoy the preview and get a few laughs from it. Our first full episode will be recorded and released sometime next week. Thanks, and go dogs. DJ, you were trying to chime in. Oh yeah, I was just going to say, I think part of that, and I was me just guessing obviously, has to do probably because they don't put a lot of offers out there, and they're probably have the arrogance like, oh, if you get an offer, like that means, like you're good, and like that means something. Like, that means something, yeah. Like we obviously want you here, and I don't know. I feel like that's probably yeah. has to be some of there where the arrogance comes from because I don't know where else it would be. It's like we made the playoffs four years ago with a different head coach and everyone else. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, Part, I feel like it's the it's so it, I don't know if it's arrogance or if it's just misguided. It's like we still we still want to compete in the college football landscape of like you know 1999 to 2005, right? And it's just not like that anymore, right? right? The yeah. the recruiting is different, the offenses are different, the way you structure <clears> your <throat> staff is different, and it's like we're it's like and Pete was like this too, and I think that some of that's part of Jimmy's philosophy, like there's still this feeling that like we're we're playing in like this golden era of college football. It's just not that way. Like you to compete, you have to be different. And we don't, you know, there's like no recognition of that. And like the run the damn ball thing yeah, is I was about exactly to say that. Oh like God. that. The, like that's the exact example of, of awareness of, that. of yeah. the way that college football is run nowadays to wear that and to tout yeah. it fucking blows my mind. There's no, joke. no wonder why I don't remember who said it in the GC, but, quarterbacks and wide receivers transferring after this kind of attitude from your head coach shouldn't surprise anybody. Yeah. How yeah. And on, on the top running backs then doesn't make sense. If we were going to run the yeah, ball. We well, Cause be we weren't, we weren't fucking running, running the ball with our star running backs before this year. And then we fucking get a great passing game. And we're like, you know what? Let's just ram pleasant up the gut every fucking time. Yeah, we have a star running back forever. on the team, but we're not even, yeah, we team. don't, we don't play him. Yeah. <clears throat> And I think the fact if, if we have Davis Sunday and a little bit of Barry playing a lot next year, man, that's that's going to be a nice combination. No, DJ, we're going to have McGrew and if they play him, if they play yeah, if they them, play Cam Davis, a little bit of Dick Newton, yeah. yeah. We're going to have Dick Newton. And Fucking boner, dude. God damn it. Like, and I and Fucking I will give boner. like and, and somebody Max. points it out like, I probably rip on boner even a little more than i should because he does actually find some decent talent but that's true I mean, yeah some but some. it's crystal clear his modus operandi is find a player that it passes the minimum threshold to get an offer at the university of washington get whoever takes the offer and commits earliest wins and then he says you know what i'm putting skeletons in my yard i'm done i'm gonna play with my rc cars i ain't doing shit i mean yeah hot so the not even the mm-hmm. skeletons in our closet slash our front yard is the negative things. Can we call the positive things RC cars? 
again, I think that might be like a, a, a little bit of light trolling. I think that might be being a little too personal and shitting a little too much on one of our coaches <laughs> when all of our coaches need to be shit on a little bit. That's fair. That's fair. We could do a D-Wag segment. On... Remember when Kaikat posted that shit on Instagram? He left it up for like six months, too, before he edited it. D-Wag. Just looking it? for some true D-Wags. <laughs> He's right. And he doesn't, like, doesn't know Instagram is a fucking edit button. Just left it there. Just D-Wags. The, the one thing I'll say, Hooligan, that uh, I'll agree everything you said, but the one thing, because you said the minimum threshold, I think he just, I think we've talked about this on the GC before, like, he tries to find that diamond in the rough, like, it's not, that's good, but it's not getting recruited, and so he doesn't have to recruit against right. the Bamas, the USC's, yeah. then he gets that guy, and then he just coasts, and everything else you said. Yeah. Diamonds in the rough are great. Oh, we love diamonds in the rough. That's cool. Yeah. I'll take that any day. But how many fucking stud running backs has Boner let just kind of slip out of our fingers in the last couple of years? Yeah. Like, how many dudes who are four and five star running backs who are producing in college should have been playing for us this season? I'll, yep. I'll, I'll use the the, the, the golf yeah. analogy. Diamonds in the rough are great, and you can occasionally make birdie from the rough. You know where? Yeah, the just hit the ball on the make... fucking fairway. Yeah. The diamond sitting right in the middle of three hundred and ten yards out there. Like, oh close this guy like Bijan is a crystal clear example like the dude loved yeah. us oh my dude. God. like oh. Austin, Austin Jones too especially because he fucking ran all over us yeah. this year and and who Zach, and remind Charbonnet. me who was Austin's high school coach <laughs> you have any history at our program never heard oh, of him oh yeah you're right yeah I forgot about that yeah nope still let him go I mean, it's, yeah, like you guys said, it's fine to get the diamonds in the rough. Like you can, but you should be able to pull oh, like a high four star, and then the diamond in the rough. Like I like one of each instead of mm-hmm. all of them. That way, whoever one. plays is like it's the you know Dennis and those guys have talked about it all the time. It's like, yeah, if you know an yeah, stack. Work, you you stack, and if one of and if a three star beats out a four and a five star, guess what? Odds are that three stars probably pretty fucking good. Exactly. Like if Dylan Morris wins the starting quarterback job, which you won't, if Dylan Morris wins the starting quarterback job, it's because he's fucking good. And so we have a good quarterback because we recruited Sam fucking Heward to come in and play. And if so if Dylan Morris wins the job, I'm comfortable sending Dylan Morris out there. If you have Bacelli and fucking Fuller and a three stars playing over them, it's not the same thing at all. Sorry, sorry for bringing those two fuckers up. That's my bad. Your, your point is all well and good, but we all know Patrick <laughs> yeah, O'Brien will be it, our though. starting quarterback. Who are we going to try to pull at wide receiver? Because that's embarrassing as fuck. Whoever's at, whoever is at Portland. Joe Nada. Joe Nada. Joe Nada. Joe Nada Husky, but he should have been. He's not in the Speaking of the guy who got away right there. Thanks again, Matt Lubick. How's the credit you can treat me? Dude, we should have closed all three of those brothers. That's such all a three. fucking gigantic recruiting fail. Was the younger brother a freshman this year, or is he... Yeah, uh, yeah Daniel is Daniel? a yeah. this year. Where's he at? I don't know is he played. Fresno State? No, Arizona, Arizona State. State. Okay, yeah. Yeah. With Johnny Wilson, that fucking bitch-ass right. motherfucker. <laughs> Oh man! Like I'm just glad he decommitted from Oregon. That was That's awesome. true. This is true. So awesome. 
Man, there's not a lot in the transfer portal right now. I'm looking at it. There's that. We won't hit yeah, it. Yeah. No, we, we won't. We don't get it's guys true. like that anyways. Yeah. No, it's we okay. Go on to the walk-on transfer portal. Joe, I have old, old prediction. Joe's going to lose 20 pounds, and he'll need to move closer to home, so he'll go to Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, mean, I mean, the ultimate transfer portal about why it can never really be a true source of hope is like, we just lost a dude to, to Boston freaking college. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. That was so bad. Especially a guy who liked us so much. Like, I, when he was being, when we were recruiting him in high school, there was a point where I was like, oh, we're leading for this dude. We're going to get him. Then, obviously, Taggart, you know, came in, kind of big-dicked us a little bit. But then, when once he, like, tr- was transferring, I'm like, dude, this is a sure thing. It's a stud safety. We could totally use this guy. He loved us in high school. How, how do we miss? And then he goes to fucking Boston College. Boston, Boston fucking College. college. So, how did we not sign uh, Trey Sean either? Oh, I was so pissed about that. That's embarrassing. Like, are we, would, that, would it be the only team in Pac-12 history? Well, since, like, we've been in Pac-12 for sure, but last... I don't know how long that didn't win a conference game. Are we going to be the only ones to do that? In, in football and basketball? basketball yeah. Yeah. Uh, that hurts. That's painful. Thank God for Heather Tarr. <clears throat> yeah, right? Yeah, bring on softball season, please. Let, man, let Heather Tarr coach the basketball team. She'll probably do better. <laughs> yeah, just have her yeah. take over all of women's sports at UW. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, that's again, kind of one of the things that I would touch on a little bit just in terms of when we get into talking about in-state recruiting. It's like, at a certain point, like, obviously we have to put a, a huge priority on in-state recruiting because particularly as the state is growing in terms of talent, there is no time better for us to capitalize on in-state talent than now for football. If you can't do it, you know, and Hop isn't doing a great job of it, it's like, we're still, like, you, every program at UW has to be built in-state, but, like, in terms of like recruiting effort and talent like if in my in my opinion like if tar can pull two you know two top like top players in the country or two top 10 players in the country from fucking georgia for a sport that's played outside that starts in february when the weather here sucks we can't pull an in-state guy to play football we can't you know win and hop can't pull in-state guys to play indoor sports in the winter in a in a in a town like seattle a little hoop crazy yeah. I mean, the thing about the basketball team and recruiting is there's enough talent, like in the greater Seattle area, essentially, to build the core of a team. If you take the top two or three guys every year, and they hired uh, what's like Conroy and Dollars or whatever for that specific purpose, and they've just completely like flunked the jobs. But they got we didn't get Paolo, we didn't get uh, Noel, we didn't get any of those guys. Yeah. Noel kills hurts. Yeah, yeah. In all seriousness, though, like if you if we ever did.